Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Lucia is a certified sleep consultant through the Center for Pediatric Sleep Management and the founder of Dreaming of Lulubies. She is also a master bar method instructor. Lucia is originally from Portugal, but is now living in New Jersey with her husband and two-year-old son, Gabriel. She particularly enjoys working with first-time moms, helping them to navigate out of the stress and anxiety that comes along with those sleepless nights. Lucia describes her approach as both empowering and mindful, and it is her mission to take families from sleep deprivation to sleep rejuvenation. I love that. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being on today. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to connect with you. So before we get started, I would love for you to share your story. Tell us a little bit about your former business and also your journey through parenting. Do you want the short version or the long version? Whatever, you, whatever you have. Whatever you have. Whatever you have. <laughs> I'll try to make this short as much as possible, but I feel like there's a lot to unpack. Um, so I'm a former bar method studio owner, believe it or not. Um that was my passion, uh, or I thought it was my passion, and I absolutely loved what I did. Um, I opened my studio in 2015, and I created this beautiful community of women. And for those who don't know the bar method, you definitely should check it out. It's an amazing workout. Um, and I had a really successful studio, and I had like 20 plus employees. It was pretty like amazing what we created. And the thing is that I loved about it was the community of women that we got together. It wasn't just about the workout, it was about just being with other women um, and just inspiring one another. So, of course, 2019, the tail end of 2019, we started to hear about the pandemic and all that good stuff. And at the time, I was also pregnant with my son, Gabriel. And then 2020, we ended up having to close for several months um, because of the pandemic. And it was kind of a really challenging time of my life, being pregnant and navigating through being a first-time mom when I had Gabriel in May was a lot and trying to manage a business that was slowly declining um, because where I had my studio was like a, an urban market um, where a lot of people left that area and moved to the suburbs or even out of state. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to keep my studio alive, unfortunately. So I ended up having to close it in uh, December of 2021. Um, and that was really hard for me. Um, and I've always been someone where I'm like, this is what I'm going to be doing. This was my long time, my long-term plan. And I guess the universe had something else planned for me. And, um, there's always a silver lining behind certain things that are challenging. And sometimes we want to see them and sometimes we don't. And I'm finally seeing those silver linings right now. So, um, I'm happy that I enrolled in your course. Um, at the time when I knew my studio was closing. I was like, well, what am I going to do with my life? I've always been a planner. Um, and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I think I connected with you on Facebook about like what 
other moms were doing. And, you know, I definitely didn't see myself working in corporate, which I did prior to owning my studio. But once you're a, a, you know, a business owner, it's really hard to navigate back to the corporate world. Um, And so that's when I connected with you and I was like, okay, well, I think this is something I could totally do right now. Yeah. I remember connecting with you. We connected in a mom's Facebook group. I think somebody had asked like, you know, who here has an interesting side hustle? And I shared what I do. And you were like, oh, I would like to learn more about that. And we started talking. And I remember being so um, sort of like enamored with the way that you spoke about your business and this whole thing and community that you had built and that, you know, you are now looking for something else. And in my mind, I was thinking, wow, like, I bet this person can do anything, but also like, why does she want to do sleep consulting? You know, like sleep consulting wasn't like, I don't think when we first connected and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that you had really much of any idea. I was like, I mean, I'm sure maybe you had heard of a sleep consultant, but it wasn't like you were reaching out to me interested because you had this strong passion for sleep consulting. It was like you were looking for some other business to start. It wasn't, it wasn't that it was sleep that you were interested in. It was like you were losing your business and you wanted to have another one and you just happened to connect with me. So it was a little bit of an interesting situation because most people reach out to me because they actually want to be a sleep consultant. But you've really like taken to the whole thing amazingly well, really in an impressive way. Yeah. And I also think in addition to that, like just wanting to do something else that I could do, I knew that deep down inside, I still wanted to help women. I knew in my business, in my studio, I was helping women more physically and obviously mentally. But I think if I could help other moms, um, and especially with my son, who was such an awful sleeper. I honestly didn't even know sleep consulting or sleep coaches were out there. And had I known, I would have totally have hired one because having a child in the middle of a pandemic, losing a business, feeling completely isolated, I really didn't have much support. um, I could have used some help. And I'm someone who has a really hard time asking for help. Because I'm like someone who's like, well, sorry, my dogs are barking. (laughs) Um, I was like, well, I could totally do this. Um, I don't need any help. I'm superwoman, quote unquote. And it really isn't. And so the fact that I'm able to help another woman, especially a first time mom, navigate through their sleep journey with their child is so rewarding. And that was like, I think the missing component that I think I impact those women in a different way than when I had my studio. Yeah. So you really actually led me perfectly into the next question that I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you to sort of unpack your why, which I think you touched on a little bit, but I'd love to hear you speak to that a little bit more. I think uh, when you're starting a business, you have to figure out like your why behind it, right? And And if you don't have that heart in it, if you don't have sort of like, a mission beyond just like, I want to make some dollars. Uh, I think it's really hard to be successful in business. If you don't have some sort of like bigger feeling driving that effort. Right. And then I also would love to hear a little bit about, I know that you work with your clients to hone in on like their why and like, why are they seeking out this support? Why do they want to make a change to the way that their children sleep? 
you know, what are their goals? I'd love for you to talk a little bit about all of that if you're willing. Yeah, of course. I think the most important thing when you own a business or whatever you do in life, it doesn't necessarily have to be about, um, you know, like making the money. Yeah, it is a very important part. But I think the most crucial element is having passion because that really drives and it really is a way that you can connect with clients when you're so passionate about something, it really shows the way that you communicate with clients. It's it's how you show up in your community, right? And I think that is the number one thing. And to to your point, when you mentioned when I was seeking out what I was going to do, I will say that I was trying to find I was trying to find something that I can do. I didn't realize my why at that moment. My why has definitely changed um, because in this line of work that we do, it's something that a lot of first-time moms don't even know about, right? There's so much effort or emphasis on when you're pregnant, right? Taking care of yourself um, about, well, labor, right? People always tell you like, if you're nursing, like maybe hire a, a lactation consultant, but no one really talks about sleep and the importance of it. You know, I feel like people are just like, well, it comes with the territory of being a parent and it really isn't. There's so much noise out there that people talk about sleep training. And a lot of people think it's the cry it out method and it's really educating um, mom or, you know, families, but particularly moms that that's not the case. So I feel that once I started diving into being a sleep coach and seeing how many moms need the help that became my number one why is to really help moms not go through what I went through with my son, but to make them feel more empowered and confident. And a lot of these moms come to me that they're not feeling confident at all, right? They're overwhelmed. They're anxious. They're not sleeping well. And it's so important for them to feel confident because I always tell my client, I can always give you what I would do in your shoes. But your instinct and your gut as a mom is going to be your North Star. And I think that is so important to share that with moms because that also makes them feel a little bit more at ease when they work with me, where it's not like black and white, right? There's so much variation and so many things that you can do differently, but it's really about finding and going with your gut. And so when I start working with moms, I always attract first-time moms that are feeling anxious and overwhelmed, and I love it. And the reason is, is because I was one of them. I still am, to be honest with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes my anxiety with with my two-year-old, I mean, I'm a first-time mom. I'm like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? And so when I start working with moms, I always take the approach of finding the reason as to why they're doing this. So in the questionnaire that I send where I get like kind of an overview of what's going on with their little one's sleep, I always ask them a couple of questions of how is this impacting your life? What it would feel like if you could just get longer stretches of sleep? What would that look like for you and your partner and for your child, for your whole family? And I think once they have that, I make them write this down in a piece of paper, like our first kickoff call. I have them write their whys, which are in the questionnaire, and I have them put this piece of paper where they could see it 
every day and it's top of mind. So when those moments of feeling anxious, you know, the crying is a big trigger for moms. I want them to look at that piece of paper so that they can remind themselves of why they're doing this, because then they'll be able to feel a little bit more grounded and kind of reset a bit. Because when you're in the mix of having your child crying or their naps didn't go so well, or you're feeling defeated, or whatever the case, doesn't even have to be sleep, that they're able to come back to their reason so that they can figure and say, well, this is for a, a bigger reason. It's not because I'm just tired. This is going to impact how I show up as a mom, how I am as a mom, how I'm going to be present, how I'm going to be at work. It, it, it really impacts their whole life. And so it is so important for them to know why they're doing this so that in those moments that seem challenging, they can come back to that and feel a little bit more grounded. That is like crazy impressive. (laughs) It's really amazing. And I would imagine that you, this whole sort of like method that you have is leading to a whole lot of success, right? Because, um, you know, if we take it back to like, our businesses, right? And when you have this really strong why, this motivation, this this reason behind why you're working for something so hard, that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that what you're doing for your clients is exactly what we do in entrepreneurship is, is forming that big hunk of why it matters, right? And 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 when you put that right in front of somebody's face, it makes it easier to take those baby steps in the direction of achieving their goals, which I just think is magical. Well, thank you. I mean, I also think it's also reminding moms, you know, especially with the families that I work with, you know, maybe a nap didn't go so well. And it's reminding them not just to focus on the negative, because we can quickly focus on the negative and forget about all these amazing wins that their child did like the night before, or even that day. And it's just reminding them that it's okay. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process. And to kind of give themselves permission to just let go a little bit, you know, sometimes we're so tied down on the naps didn't go so well, or, you know, they didn't, eat enough or, you know, whatever it is. And I feel like if they just take that step back, remind themselves of their why so that they can let go of that negativity or that um, anxious feeling that they could always try again in the, you know, in the next step or tomorrow's another day, it's like kind of hitting the reset button. So it's just reminding moms, especially moms. I always say parents, but I really want to hone in, hone in with really speaking to moms, especially that it's so important to just remind that remind them that it's okay. Like we can try again. Next nap, no big deal. Let go of that. Let go of the of the first second nap that didn't go so well. Let's focus on the next nap. So, yeah. I think you're right to focus on the big picture. I'm actually sort of dealing with this uh with a specific client that I'm working with right now who is having so much forward progress and yet she feels so down in the dumps still mm-hmm. you know she's hanging on to little things that are still hard but like if you look at the big picture of where we've come in just like 4 or 5 days i as an outsider see it as like such amazing progress and and she's not there yet and a lot of my work right now is more about building her up and helping her to realize 
that she's doing okay. Like it's not even about the baby, like the baby's doing great. It's more about like, how's mom doing right now? And how can I support her so that she has a more positive experience during all of this? Because it's hard, right? Like making changes is hard. I keep saying to her that, you know, your baby was doing sleep one way for six months and we're five days in and like now he's doing it another way and he's actually doing great but like it's been six months of the first way you know and and old habits are are hard to break and and it's okay for everybody to be feeling a little bit stressed about the changes that we're making it's hard 100% and I think it's our jobs um, as sleep coaches to kind of remind the moms of where they were, where they are now, and just remind them to celebrate the big wins. Because I think when you're in it, right, as a mom, you sometimes don't get to see the outside from a, a different perspective. And when you come in to support moms, you know where they were. And you can see the amazing progress that they've made, even in a like within a day or two, right? It's not, I always tell my clients, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. And so it's like, okay, well, she slept maybe a little longer in this nap. Amazing. Let's celebrate that instead of like talking about how short this nap was, you know, because then you come in it with a different energy with your child where they feel it from you. If you're feeling anxious and stressed out, overwhelmed. And if you're not feeling grounded in a good place, your child is going to feel that a hundred percent. So you have to lead with confidence. Yeah. That nap wasn't as long as we wanted to, but Hey, it was five minutes longer. Hey, we'll take that as a one today. You know? So it's always reminding the moms of that. Do you ever find that the parents that you're working with moms specifically have a hard time identifying their why? Like they're just so tired and they're just so stressed and miserable and they can't really think big picture beyond the fact that just like, I'm so tired. I'm so done. Do, do you ever find that sometimes parents struggle with this exercise? Yeah. I think sometimes it, it is most of the times I feel like they're pretty good at finding their why, because in the questionnaire that I send them, I really talk to them about how it impacts their life. If they're not sleeping, you know, regardless of them being tired and kind of imagining what it would look like if they could only sleep longer. How would they feel? It's about a feeling, right? And so sometimes it might be like the tired component, but I think layering in the tiredness of like, well, I don't have enough time for myself where I'm able to carve out a workout or, you know, whatever, whatever that is of going back to pre having a baby, right? That life of freedom and, and all that stuff. And I think it's also so important for them to remind themselves that they could still have that in a different way. And so I think it's easy for them to kind of tap into that pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I it's, it's amazing. I, I'm going to, I'm taking so much from this conversation and I feel like I'm going to be implementing some of this in my own business. I'm actually really excited to hear you talk all about, uh, about all of this stuff. Um, let's go back to like your own why, right? Like you're so good at, getting your clients to hone in on theirs. Are you able to sort of practice what you preach in your own business and really sort of take your why and allow that to drive you to be more successful in your business? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's days, believe me, as a, a business owner, we have our ups and downs like anything, right? There's days that I'm like, I feel sometimes a little defeated 
But there's a lot of times where when I do find myself in that moment of feeling not defeated, but like, oh, things didn't go the way that I had planned or had envisioned. I always find that it's so important for us to come back to our why, right? And remind ourselves in that moment, because we can go down a pretty dark rabbit hole if we start to say, well, I didn't meet my goal clients this month, and I only made this amount of money, and I only have X amount of followers on my Instagram, and no one's taking a bite on this new program thing that I just launched, you know? And, you know, and I catch myself in that moment. And as soon as I do, I kind of snap out of it and I focus on the, on the positive thing. I found this analogy that I think it's such a cool thing. And it kind of reminds me that I'm kind of like a rock, right? If a rock falls in an ocean, let's say it creates a ripple effect. So in my energy is floating out. And at some point it's going to attract someone. It's that, that ripple effect is going to hit someone or it's going to, you know, connect with someone. And I'm meant to connect with certain people. Like if that didn't work out, that's totally fine. I think there's going to be another great connection that will I'll make in a month or two months or whatever it is. I'm not really, before when I first launched my business, I was all about setting goals and I got to do this and I got to do that. And the moment that I just gave myself breathing room of just like, okay, I'm going to show up fully, but I'm not going to obsess over how many clients I have or whatnot. My whole business changed because I surrendered. I that's, yeah. I think that's amazing. It's all about, we're, always, we're always in hustle, do, do mode. And yeah, it is. But sometimes when you break out of just having fun, right? It, it really changes everything because in those moments when you're having fun is when those big ideas come into mind. And I think we have to be, we have to be more playful in a sense and have more fun than sometimes always doing a to-do list or checking things off our to-do list. Sometimes we just need to be and be in flow state is what I call it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. Uh, are you willing to share a little bit about like where you are in your business right now? I mean, I think you only launched your business, what, like four or five months ago. So yeah. you're, you're still pretty green. Um, like how many clients are you supporting at a time? Are you working on anything interesting? Have you sort of hit any big milestones that you'd like to share in your business? Sure. So I, yeah, I'm very green. I'm only a few months in and I, I have to say I'm, I'm loving it. Um, I have, I did a lot of work pre-work of before I launched, I did a lot of making sure my website was ready to launch when I was almost certified to become a sleep coach, did a lot of pro bono work prior to that. Um, I did a lot of behind the scenes so that when I was ready to launch, everything was pretty good. And then kind of tweak a little bit as I went of seeing, okay, this work, this doesn't work. And, um, Right now, I'm supporting about an average of three to four clients a month. And I'm, I kind of hold their hands very much. And I, I don't know how many more clients I can actually support with the service or program that I do because I'm a little bit of a stalker where I'll check in with the mom and make sure that, especially when they're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, I want to make sure that they, they know that they can count on me for the support. And so it's a lot of hold handing. And I actually love that. Um, and so right now I'm supporting an average between three to four clients and it works really well because I do that, but I also teach 
um, which is a big part of, of my day-to-day life. And so I think that's where I find the balance right now. Um, I'm actually just enrolled um, in to become a breathwork facilitator. So I'm actually um, starting in October. And I really, there was a th- something that was missing from my program. And it's a little bit more mindfulness, even though I do take that approach right now. But I think breath work for moms, especially when they're in the heat of the moment, if they can just catch their breath and like really focus on their breath, it can make them feel more grounded. And so um, I'm working, I'm hoping to incorporate some of that breath work into my coaching program for moms. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And, and do you think that at some point you'll want to increase your caseload or do you think this is the right amount of clients and maybe whether it's you increase your pricing or you just say like, I'm really happy with both like the way I'm supporting families and the income that I'm generating. And I feel really at peace with the status quo, because I think there's a lot of pressure to always grow. I had Mm -hmm. this conversation with Kelly Knoll a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. And like, sometimes we don't have to grow. Sometimes we can just feel really good where we are just supporting families at a really high level and doing the work we love and making the money that we're making. And like, that's good enough. So I'm wondering what your feeling is there. Yeah. I would love to see for sure an increase in terms of how many more clients I could take on. Um, and definitely from a financial point, I would love to see that grow a little bit more. Um, so I'm definitely open to having, you know, a couple more clients, um, and seeing like you know, some moms need more hold handing, some less, and it's finding that balance between is where I'm, I'm trying to still figuring that out. And it also is dependent on the mom too. Some moms like, okay, maybe check in with me several times during the day for the first five days or whatever, and then kind of lessen. So I have to figure out how to find that balance if I was to increase my clients a little bit more. Um, so I'm able to still deliver that white glove service for them. (laughs) (laughs) especially if that's making you happy, right? Like when I first started, when I first started supporting families in this line of work, I definitely was um, more in touch than I think I am now. I've learned how to sort of give space while still providing what I think is a really high level of support. They just have learned to come to me rather than me checking in with them all of the time. So that way, if they don't need me, then I don't have to be texting with them all day long. Um, But I think it takes a while to figure out where the pulse is on that, you know, because it's different for every family and you have to figure out both like what the family needs, but then also like what you need to do to provide the level of support that you're selling as your, as your service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely. And I still haven't found that sweet spot yet. Um, You know, with the client load that I have, it works out just well right now. But if I was to have a couple more clients, I would have to like figure out how to balance that instead of being attached to my phone pretty much all day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, considering you're just getting started, you're four or five months in, I would say you're doing great and and you'll figure it out in time. You'll figure out a way to either support families being in touch a little bit less, or, you know, you'll get some systems in place so that, that you don't feel like you need to be talking to them all day. Yeah. Or maybe uh, you will talk to them all day and you'll just raise your prices. Yeah. And I actually, I just raised my prices not too long ago. Oh, and good I, for you. And I, 
I was doing a two week program and now I'm doing a three week program and trying to figure out if that's still a good fit for three weeks, because I do see um, a lot of my families that I work with don't need those three weeks because they're, you know, their baby catches on pretty quickly. Um, I think two weeks is between two and three weeks is a sweet spot for my families right now. And, and it's just trying to figure out because sometimes it three weeks, it ends up being a little too much on the longer side. So I have to still figure that out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I love all of this. I feel like I should have been taking notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back and listen after I, after I release this episode. Before we wrap up, where can everybody find you? Share your website, social media, whatever you are willing and excited to share. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. So um, they can find me basically on Instagram at dreaming of lulubies and I didn't misspell it. It's a take on my name. Um, and the same thing with my website, it's dreaming of lulubies.com. I am also on Facebook um, and that's the same name. Dreaming of lulubies is where people can find me. Perfect. I'll put all of that information in the show notes so that people can find you and check you out. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. This was oh a great God. conversation. I loved it. I have to tell everybody that this was your first podcast interview. And I know you're a little nervous about it, but I feel like you nailed it. It was fabulous. And I can't wait for everybody to hear your story. Well, thanks, Jane, for the opportunity. It was so great to be here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode.